0: So, hey, everyone, it's Tahira Joy. Welcome to the Cut Life podcast, where we talk to the best hairstylists in the business and also the bosses behind some of your favorite beauty brands. And today is no different. I have someone that I've also stalked on Instagram, Corey Moreno on the phone. Hi, Corey.
1: (laughs) Hi, how are you?
0: I am amazing. And I'm trying to remember how I first discovered you on social media I'm not really sure what look you did that it was, but mm-hmm. I know I've been stalking you ever since because
1: oh my God, I'm so excited about that. that makes me happy. <laughs> no, your
0: work is amazing. Thank and then you. on top of that, I found out you're only twenty five. Yeah. And I, I was just like
1: twenty five in December.
0: Happy belated. Thank you. And I'm just like, wait a minute, this this guy is out here doing the damn thing, like working <laughs> with all of these amazing celebs, which we'll get into all of that. But I'm sure um People look at you and say, oh, he's just young and fabulous and traveling and doing all mm-hmm. these amazing, you know, people's hair. But we have to get into the actual backstory behind okay. how you even got into the business. So tell me a bit about your journey um, to becoming a hairstylist.
1: Wow, oh, is such a question <laughs> I'm packed
0: sure pack. it's a lot. But, you know, we can, we can start with maybe what inspired you to become one. Okay. And then, um, you know, go from there.
1: Okay. Um, So I would probably say this has
0: been something that I've been
1: wanting to do my entire life. I mean, I grew up in that household with a a mother who was very into doing her hair and changing her look. And it just kind of, like, inspired me. And being that millennial generation, I guess, um, I kind of just grabbed the, the idea of being a hairdresser and, like, just ran with it. So I've pretty much been doing this all my life. I haven't had a real job outside of me doing, you know, walking in my purpose, and this doesn't even feel like work. So, you know, I'm really blessed to be able to say I I found, you know, my, my career and my passion very early on.
0: I love that. And they say that when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And that's how I feel about my job. I'm like, look, I get to create content and talk to like fun people all the time. (laughs) And people always assume I'm a hairstylist. I'm like, no, I just love hair, short hair, short hair in particular. But, you know, I just love hair. I love beauty and fashion. So it's perfect when you're doing what you love. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's pretty
1: crazy that like I'm like talking to you now because I remember like maybe when Instagram first came around, I would post and then when the Cut Life came up, you know, came about, it, it changed the game for the way that people like searched for, for hair. I mean, every last like, one of my clients who have short hair, they have brought in a screenshot from the Cut Life. Oh, that makes point. me so happy. I'm so excited <laughs> about point. that.
0: And we're going to be six years old this year. Oh, I can't God, believe it. <laughs> I cannot believe... We've been around all of your 20s, Corey. Wow, that's
1: crazy. I'm like mind-bottled by
0: that. It it is crazy. And, you know, just to see how it has become a trend, you know, to screenshot inspiration and take it to your stylist. I always... My heart just warms up every time someone tells me something like Mm -hmm. that. It's so exciting. And so, let's get into some of your fabulous clientele because... First off, um, Pusha T's wife, I'm in love with her. <laughs> Virginia her. is everything. And you know what I love about her is because she has this natural effortless mm-hmm. beauty. And she reminds mm-hmm. me of Lauren London who I also stand for. Right. And I love that vibe because I think that you know, you know, working in beauty, yeah. the trend now, it's a lot of lace fronts a lot mm-hmm. of uh, heavy makeup and there's nothing wrong with doing you but it is refreshing to see such a natural beauty Absolutely. so I would love to talk to you because not only do you styled her hair for a before the biggest event of her life basically
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> I mean weddings are stressful enough and yeah. beyond planning it obviously you want to look amazing your best self so can you talk to us a bit about or talk to me a bit about the process of coming up with her look for her special day and you know any type of um pre you know wedding you know trials that you had to go through to get everything together because so she it looked was amazing, such, let's say thank that. Thank you so much.
1: I mean, it was probably the most monumental thing to date for me. I mean, I worked on a lot of huge things, but th- that was something that was near and dear to my heart because I met her so organically, and we just hit it off. And her day was just really about, I mean, just everything made sense about her wedding. It was in Virginia, their hometown. Like, she just really wanted to feel comfortable. She wanted to feel confident, and um, she wanted to feel like herself. So I really just, like, took all those things and really, like, tried to figure out who she was and really get to know her on that level and it just it made sense i mean she's just like you said natural beauty so it was it was quite easy to just come up with the the idea of it just being very effortless and ethereal. She didn't want it to feel too forced. She didn't want it to be like anything too far off of what she normally looked like. And it, it worked well. It worked well.
0: No, it worked amazingly well, you. Uh, it, it, you know, and the thing is, you know, they always say you don't want certain looks to wear you. And mm-hmm. I think that her hair her makeup, you know, her dress, everything, or dresses, because she had two, right?
1: She had two dresses. Yeah, so we see? did a look change in the middle. It was perfect. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like everything worked together. Nothing was competing against each mm-hmm. other, and she did still look like herself. But it was a nice little elevated version for
1: Absolutely. the
0: day. So I, I love, I love getting the inside scoop. On yeah, and, and we're mm-hmm.
1: still very close friends. I mean, like she is like a close girlfriend now. She's amazing.
0: Oh, hey Virginia, hey girl. Hey
1: Virginia. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: I love it. And so we have to continue down this Rolodex from Serena Williams to Danny Lee to Eva Marcel to Tiana Taylor. I mean, you are doing all the it girls. I mean,
1: I want to say it's. I guess it's a part of me, but I just feel like I'm literally just leaning into my faith and the people who are attracted to me, and we're meant to work together. It just happened. It just happened. Um, I also have an amazing amazing agent and mentor who, like, have really helped guide me through this entire process because a lot of people don't know, I kind of stepped into this freelance world about a year ago. Wow. So it's it's quite new to me, but uh, behind the scenes, I've been assisting for about almost close to four years. Um, I've assisted Vernon Francois for about, for, uh, I three love half, Vernon. Hey, Vernon. Vernon's amazing. Hey, <laughs> Vernon. Um, so, I mean, you know, having people like him um, supporting me and my my agent, um, Yan, from the Visionary, they're amazing because they've just helped really, you know, set that trajectory, build, help me build meaningful relationships and keep that momentum going with each of the people that I work with um, just so that I'm always producing great work and keeping my clients happy because that's honestly what it's about at the end of the day.
0: Well, you have given some very valuable nuggets to any stylists or people are just aspiring in whatever industry that they're in about the importance of really training mm-hmm. and assisting um i started as an intern i actually have a background in public relations and started mm-hmm. as an intern before i started my agency this is you know pre the cut life um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just you know knowing about paying your dues and building quality relationships with people and you know, always working in that way because people may see, the glory of a year of just being poppington but then Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily know the story behind the work that you put in before you even got to this place and you're just getting started really I mean let's talk about that so only 25 which still blows Mm -hmm. my mind because I'm like I mean you look young but then I still was kind of blown away just hearing 25 (laughs) because of the amount of work that you're doing, and I feel that every time I see something that you post on the gram, I'm like, okay, Mr. Fabulous, <laughs> like <laughs> let these crazy. people know. <laughs> it's so crazy because I feel like I've all
1: the 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 products that kind of come my way. You know, I, I I set myself up to be prepared for anything, but I don't really I don't really expect for anything to ever happen. It just is just honestly coming my way, and I'm just I'm taking it taking charge of it and doing my best every every time I get an opportunity.
0: I love that, so while you're doing your best when you are um working with the client, like you said, you're freelance, what are some of like the go to items in your kit that you just can't live without, no matter Major what questions. you're doing
1: okay, so um I love love, love texture sprays like they're they're one of my favorite things to use, especially when I'm like working with set or working in film and photography, sometimes to kind of uh, control, like shine, or like create texture and pieceiness without weighing down the hair. I'll use a lot of texture sprays, so I love like Orbe dry texture. Um, I love Kevin Murphy bedroom hair, which is like a waxier texture. Like I, I like to really play with um, mixing mediums. So like if I'm, you know, playing with serums, I like to know how to bring them back with uh, a dry texture spray. So I'm, I'm that type of hairdresser. I'm not afraid of product.
0: And I've realized that you're also not afraid of actual hair. Because Absolutely. you style actual hair, and there is Absolutely. a difference. Because you know, no shade,
1: <laughs> but
0: there is. Let, let's, talk, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. That no shade, but there's a lot of hiding underneath the wigs, and yeah. this. And I get it. You know, when you want to change your look, especially for celebrities, they're in that environment where you're changing your look constantly. Absolutely, but I think that it still makes everyday women miss real hair and the Mm -hmm. fact that you can wear your own hair and still be fly, which I think is what attracts a lot of women to the cut life because they are seeing styles and saying, oh, so I don't have to be bound to my weave. Like I can wear it as a choice. I can wear it to, you know, switch my look up, but I'm not bound to it. And I noticed that with the clients that you work with, I mean, recently let's um clap it up for this cover of Exit magazine with Tiana Taylor you, and this Pixie. <laughs> Hello.
1: No, I got my entire life. When I saw the the inspiration for this shoot, I'm like, Oh, I need to be on this. Like I love when women are stripped and raw and we get to see like their true beauty. And I'm I'm also a w i am i am also I love a good wig moment. I love a good unit. Um I do a lot of, you know, extensions and wigs and you know, but it's it's a place and time for everything, and I feel like if you have it, like, let's try our best to, like, you know, expose that in the best light and, you know, show the public, especially, like, you know, these people in the public, I think it's important to sometimes reel it in and just not have any extensions in the hair at all and just really just flex and show that it's okay to, like, not be taken so far out of the norm you don't even look like yourself anymore
0: right yeah no that's so very true um and i i love playing around with you know different cuts color Mm -hmm. i've done sewn in bobs when i was just screaming for length and didn't want to wait for my hair to grow and so i get it but you know i am it's just refreshing to see that you know Mm -hmm. you work with girls with real hair as well as the extensions um Mm -hmm. and so speaking of all of the girls that you work with And I mean, the list just runs on. I only named a few names, but are there any particular people that you have your eye on that you're like, "Ooh, I can't wait to get my hands on them?
1: That's such a hard question, too, because I feel like so many stylists are so protective over their clients. Um, well, let's
0: just pretend but... that they don't have stylists <laughs> and they're just out there in the wind waiting for Corey Moreno to come okay. swoop them. Who would those people be?
1: So, like, one person that I'm, like, super obsessed with aesthetically and just for my generational, you know, selfishness, I would love to work with SZA. I think that she's, Ooh, like, yeah. so fearless, and I just think that she would let me, like— Really, like I would really be able to show my skill set because I have a lot of knowledge in a lot of different areas of hair. But she was so show, show showcase my work in a different way that I think would be awesome, um, something really fresh and youthful and interesting. And she's not afraid to kind of push the boundaries on what's like appropriate. So I would love to work with people. Someone like SZA. She's amazing. She's very open She's and fun.
0: You can tell exactly. that she will go there. I think one time I saw on her Instagram that she had this long lime green.
1: Yep, exactly. Oh,
0: and that hair on her face mm-hmm. with that skin tone. I was like, I would look like a freaking lizard that's exactly. about to die on the side of the road. <laughs> but she pulled it off. She it was it so cute.
1: Off. Exactly. So, I, mean, I would love to, like, just kind of, like explore all the, the types of options with someone like that. I mean, she's she's amazing. And for someone who's who speaks volumes in our generation, I just I just love her. I think um, that's and, a
0: perfect choice. I love and that. She's awesome, right? Yes, definitely. I well. mean, and she just goes there with her hair anyway. So mm-hmm. I feel that she would give you a lot of creative license to just do your thing. Um, exactly. She just seems like that type. So we're hoping, Siza, that you're that type of girl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully Sis is listening to this, and she she
0: hits me up. Oh yes, we're gonna tag her. We'll tag her on the clip so that it can get out there. We're like, look, Sis, like let's yes. get this. Let's get this marriage together.
1: Yes, get it together. I love
0: her. So besides, um, you know the celebs that you work with, and of of course you've worked with Vernon Francois, the amazing Vernon. He's amazing, Francois. Right? Who are some of the hairstylists <laughs> that inspire you?
1: Okay. Um, good question. Of course, I, I will have to start by just digging a little deeper into my relationship with Vernon. I mean, Vernon, as a artist, I just love his message because he is changing the, the mindset and perception on what beauty is and re educating um, everyone around and, you know, us as a society on what it means to have texture hair, what it means to have afro hair, and just changing that dialect in that conversation. So I'm like obsessed with what he's doing the the direction he's going and and I'm just proud to be associated with him in general.
0: Yeah, everything um, he does with Lupita is just like beyond. Changing. It's art yeah. it's really artwork. It's not it even hairstyling truly. anymore. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, because the conversation that needs to be had on a regular basis is, you know, just creating more visual evidence and uh, some type of blueprint so that, you know, our next generation can like know that Oh, I have edgy options, or I have sexy options, and I don't have to press my hair out, or I don't have to find a texture of extension that doesn't match. Like it's—he's showing that you know, textured hair has so much variety. And I just love to see that. I love to see that.
0: Yeah, he makes you have hair envy because when yeah. I see all kinds of like, you know, I'm like, Vern, I don't know where he finds this stuff. I'm like, do you have barbed wire twisted in her bun? Girl, like, what is I mean, happening right now? And it makes me so jealous because I'm like, oh, I want a little bit of hair so I can get one of these looks because exactly. they're so amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely the one when it comes to making a moment, creating a look. So he's definitely one of my favorites. Um, another one of my favorites. Um, he's uh, awesome artist that I've known for a long time. His name is Kendall Dorsey. Yes, his work yes. is recently with uh, Solange on her new project. And I just love his perspe- perspective because it just it elevates um, the imagery for women of color. And it, it just really shows that, that elevated luxe aesthetic that I'm just like obsessed with. And he just does it in a, a refined way. He's so low key and just serves an impactful image at every every moment. Every time he touched something, it was just impactful. I just love the way that he carries himself as an artist. He's awesome.
0: And your love for Lux definitely shows in your content. Because even Thank on your you Instagram much. page, it reads to me like a fashion magazine almost. Really? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's like you're giving people insight into the work that you're doing. But I can tell that you're very selective of what you post on your page. And it's mm-hmm. very clean. And then even when you mix it up with a picture of yourself in there, it's like, oh, no, he's going to be styled down. The lighting mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. Right. It's going to be a look. And I love that you're very thoughtful with the content that you share
1: thank you so much I mean it's it's been a labor of love I'm like I'm nurturing this social media. I mean because I come from a salon aesthetic from being behind the chair so even the whole time I assisted, I mean I'm from you know working and seeing 12 to 13 clients a day and you know servicing my people that I've been having relationships with since I started my career so you know nurturing social media in a different way to kind of like seduce and you know, look great for the internet. It's such a completely different mindset, but I appreciate your, your commentary no on that. No
0: problem. And how was it that is. transition for you from being in the salon environment to being freelancing on the road? Because people don't understand mm-hmm. that when you are part of the glam squad for these celebrities, like you're on tour, a just lot. like they're mm-hmm. on tour. You're going through all of the things that they're going through. And do you have clients, former clients that hate you right now because they can't oh get in touch God. with you? <laughs>
1: it's the most heartbreaking thing. I mean, like I said, I started so young, so I have clients that date back to probably when I was early double digits, like 10, 11. Like I have had, I've been doing my mom's since I was 13. So wow. I mean, my mom alone is like devastated that I'm not home to like do her hair on a weekly basis. So it's, it's a struggle and the transition has been really, really hard. But I will say me assisting was the best thing that I could have done because it gave me that that entry point of, you know, getting a taste of the world, learning the things that I needed to learn, you know, just as simple as taking care of my body and making sure I'm, my well-being is, is okay. Because if and running like that, being on those planes and being around all those different types of people, it just can drain you. So, I mean, I, I'm grateful that I had somebody like Vernon. To, I mean, he literally showed me the ropes play by play. This is exactly how it's done, you know. And it, it set the tone for me to have a, a, a great transition, a great career within freelancing. Um, so it wasn't that hard, but I, don't, I think a lot of new age people are not really taking that time to like, like I said, assist or, you know, put in their dues. They want to be
0: the boss now and they not work. Start, no, <laughs> I mean, it takes time.
1: It takes time and you, you almost have to go through those assisting experience and moments so you can learn how to receive that as you know, you being the boss. Cause it's a whole nother world when you're the person that. Has to answer to the ridicule from you know some work that's out, or you know having to sleep on planes and buses. It's a lot of work. So right, it's like don't it's,
0: end up on the worst hair list. They're not going to exactly. look at anybody else. You have Ooh, to girl. take the good with the bad, right? Exactly. Do you get? So, do you still get nervous like right before a client is about to hit a red carpet or do a photo shoot, and you haven't seen the final picture yet? Does it? Does, do you get nervous mm-hmm. about it, or do you kind of do it and let it go? when you're just like, okay, it is what See, it is. I, I'm...
1: I like a little, I'm a a very structured and strategic type of hairdress. I know there's a lot of whimsical and artistic, and I feel like I'm artistic and whimsical within my own right, but I feel like I'm so strategic, my nerves wear me out when it's like that final moment with them leaving because I'll babysit my hairstyle until it's like out the door. Um, But I'm learning to get rid of that control and just to know that, you know, they'll serve the look for me and, you know, it'll be okay. But there definitely has been times where I've had many panic attacks, and I'm like watching my work on TV and live, and I can't do anything about it. It's definitely like if
0: hot. you um, if you put the bang in the right place, and then exactly. the client is touches exactly. their hair and moves, and you're like, "Why are you touching exactly. it? Why? I just
1: it's the most nerve wracking thing. thing.
0: I can imagine. But no, yeah. all of your looks are fantastic, and I know that you seem to build a rapport with your clients, and that's always helpful because when you have that foundation of trust it makes it more relaxing to work with someone because there's nothing I've been in environments won't say with who but you know on mm-hmm. set for shoots and stuff and I'm the girl that as long as you know you know what I need to execute I can trust you to do your thing but I've sat next to people that give folks hell and it's like yeah. they don't understand that that tension makes the situation even worse and it just the outcome is never, never a good one
1: I mean, just, I've learned quickly that, you know, they can – a lot of this, these talent that I work with, they can have pretty much whoever they want. And I, I like from every moment they have with me to be impactful and genuine and just to know that I'm there to service them at the end of the day. I'm, I'm there to perform and want to do my job well. And I think that they, they feel that, and they, they feel that I'm not there for any other purpose but them. And okay. I think that's why I keep that rapport well.
0: I love it. No, it definitely shows. And – So as, you know, you said you're into this basically a full year behind you of being freelance and Corey Moreno being the lead stylist, you know, on the call sheet. So Mm -hmm. what are some of your future goals that you have in mind as you're tackling the industry and moving your way through? Do you have... Like certain things in mind that you want to do. Like I know, look at a Vernon who has a product line, and then you have a mm-hmm. Kim Kimball as a flat iron and different things. You know, everyone kind of gets into different, you know, lanes. Do you have anything in particular that you're looking um, to I do? I
1: really wanna, I really wanna spread myself within film. I'm really like interested in how characters are built, and I, I want my purpose within the industry, to speak, uh, to have like a, a more impactful um, purpose. And I'm I'm really inspired by the way that textured hair is depicted on screen. Um, I'm, I haven't really figured out exactly how I'm going to dive and submerge myself into this completely, but I'm working on a couple projects that I'm getting my feet wet and I'm wet with it, and I'm exploring film. Um, that's the, the avenue I'm really inspired by right now. To be 25 and to have access like this, I'm like I'm excited to kind of build these characters from other worlds and like you know what does a, a person of color look like in a Marvel movie? And I, I've, we've seen that depicted heavily with like Black Panther. And I, I'm just so inspired by that. Like, I I want to kind of be that source of inspiration along with, you know, when, you know, directors and writers are building these characters. I want it to be taking into consideration that, like, how impactful hair is and the, the message that hair can actually tell visually. So I'm really excited about... Stepping into some film work. That's what's next for me and what I'm, you know, I see for myself in the future.
0: I think that's smart because there has been, um, even recently, a huge conversation in Hollywood about the lack of capable stylists for Mm -hmm. black talent. And Mm -hmm. it's a big thing because these... Um, the talent is having to, you know, bring their own wigs or style their own hair, yep. maybe even sometimes do their own makeup because we have to deal with, you know, lighting on different mm-hmm. skin tones and they don't want to look crazy. And it's like, yep. yeah, I might be playing a character, but certain characters look very similar to me to in me, my everyday right. life and I'm still being judged by that. So the fact that, you know, you want to be a part of that world, I think is very solution oriented because a lot of people can complain and talk about what is not available, but they don't do anything to change it. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you will, you are very, um, you know, thoughtful and considerate of what's going on and how, you know, black people should be portrayed and you really care about that. Then you'll Mm -hmm. be able to help, you know, affect change because I know folks that they'll drag their whole glam squad to every single film tv show whatever they do because they want to make sure that they're on point
1: Mm -hmm. i mean even within the fashion realm i mean working in new york and freelancing here i've done a lot of photo shoots and i've done a lot of test shooting and i've met so many models and some pretty big name models and they're like they met me and it, it felt like that was the first time someone actually cared about their hair and it's shocking to me that you know some of these huge budgets and some of these huge productions and there's no one there that knows how to do textured hair or hair on women of color like they don't really understand it so i really like to have that purpose and have that momentum behind me knowing that i have a greater message to tell and you know i'm I'm really trying my best to make sure that the next generation has you know those magazine cutouts and those flat those throwbacks to look back at to find inspiration That is of quality. You know what I mean? I love that you talk
0: about the next generation, you know, throughout this interview and the importance of pulling people up. Because without access and information, people don't even know certain jobs exist. Like the first time I ever even knew what a publicist was or did was because I would read Vibe Magazine, and they had Mm -hmm. um, a section in the magazine that highlighted different people behind the scenes in the industry. And this is literally my first time ever knowing that you could be an artist manager, that you could be a wardrobe stylist, that you Mm -hmm. could be a publicist. And I was like, oh, word, you don't have to be an actor or director to work in this industry. And that was my first look into it. So someone seeing you, And, you know, more access and education, you know, being put out there for people, it makes it possible. And that's how it changes, because I'm sure there are a lot of talented, you know, people out there that would like to be in that industry and help serve the need that is Mm -hmm. clearly there. But they just don't even know where to begin. Um, So, yeah, having. But like you said, hey, find some good people to assist, be of service. And when you're of service, you're able to get yourself in the right circles to then have the opportunity to I show mean, what you can
1: do—that's it in itself, right there. I mean, you literally have to place yourself in a, in those environments. And I knew, you know, certain people, like uh, one of the clients that I work with right now, uh, often Cynthia Rebo. The first time I met her was me assisting Vernon three and a half years ago for the Met Gala, and I, that was a humbling experience to me. When I I woke up one morning, I'm like, wow, like I've been booked all week with Cynthia. Like that's crazy, and just about. You know, having good people that support you, having good people that trust you around. And it, it just really, it takes it to another level when you're building those types of relationships with other other people within the industry. You know what I mean? So, you know, removing yourself and humbling yourself sometimes is the best way to go. Um, to kind of enter in the, because so many people always ask me, like, how did you get into the industry? How did you get into, you know, working with celebrities and doing editorial? I'm like, I, I first had to strip myself of anything. I thought I knew, and humbled myself, and realized that there's so much more for me to learn. Like that was first, and then I, you know, I, I, it, it, it made Vernon himself more comfortable with letting me around, knowing that he can help mold and shape and introduce me into this world without ego. Right. So you know, it, it starts with yourself first if you really want to be a part of this world because it's, it's it's not a world for me for everybody. You have to be equipped mentally.
0: Absolutely. Well, Corey Moreno, let me tell you something. You are one of my favorite millennials to talk to because a lot of them are knuckleheads. I'm considered a millennial (laughs) too, but I'm on the older side of the millennials. And I'm like, Lord have mercy, these kids don't know nothing about interning, assisting, Mm -hmm. building a foundation, and they just want to be a boss now because they think everyone's a boss on IG. So I am so glad, I'm so excited that you just have... You know, I just see my some of myself in you. Just the, oh my god, you this know? makes me so happy. No, I mean, I'm gonna definitely. tell you a fun fact.
1: I used to email the Cut Life. Really? You know, like, it has to have over four years ago. I used to want you guys to post me so much, but I had no following. I was like, random guy in D.C. I mean, I I already knew that I probably wasn't even on the level, so it's pretty epic for me to even be considered to, you know, be on the phone with you. Oh, uh, so, so this is today. awesome.
0: Such a full so circle happy. moment. I when love this. When I say this. full
1: circle, girl, it's a full circle
0: moment. <laughs> well, this is awesome, and I'm excited to continue stalking your whole career, and so we have to let everyone know that's listening to follow you at Corey, that's C-O-R-2-E-S, M-O-R-E-N-O, and you'll see it when we post on The Cut Life, because we're definitely going to post this clip, a clip so that you guys can follow Corey and keep up with everything that he is doing, and I just can't imagine, like, within the next five years, how much more major you're going to be. I'm just like... Listen, legendary Mm -hmm. things are coming for you, um, and you're already showing improving. So thank you for being on the Cut Life Podcast.
1: Thank you so much, love. It was awesome.
0: No, absolutely. This was amazing okay stunners so that was an amazing interview with celebrity hairstylist Corey moreno only 25 years old out here killing the game and it makes me so excited to see this new generation stepping up and really showing and proving out here um, we have some cool things coming up with the cut life my dms have honestly been blowing up i would say for the last couple of months people asking me about our hair mist, and we are bringing it back. So stay tuned for that. We are bringing the hair mist back. You guys have been demanding it. And you know, sometimes you got to get new manufacturers and go through some new business deals. But we are going to bring that product to market. I'm very excited about it. So definitely stay tuned. For that, um, I actually just did my first national TV appearance on The CW for a show called The Look All Stars. It's a makeover show, and I came on as the brand ambassador for Originals by Africa's Best, and it was an amazing experience, definitely a long day of shooting, but I was originally supposed to do one segment, and they shot three, so hopefully the edit came out really well and you guys will see that this summer um but you know look out for it it's season two of the look on cw and hulu um and we know we have some more things to come just look at our website live the we've got merch on there new content every day um and you know we're just here to serve you guys short hair realness okay take care